So here we go. This is the fourth bowl game of the Saturday schedule of six games, the second day of bowl season for 2022. We had early afternoon game, two mid-afternoon games, and this is a early evening, very late afternoon, and then there's two evening games. So this is the one kind of in between, the twilight game, if you want to call it. And maybe it's appropriately put in the twilight zone because it's a 5-7 and seven team Rice versus a 6-6 six and six team Southern Miss. Before I even start talking about these teams, besides the fiasco of the volatility of the football now with all the movement and the coaches and the players and the Bulls, just teams being ripped apart like the first game today and you're playing two teams that aren't even the same team anymore, coaching-wise and player-wise, and yet... There's still a lot of positives people are finding in all of this, which you can. You can. That's, that's, a, that's a sports guy for you, you know, to look for the positive. It's good. You know, it's all good. But it is what it is. But now we have, like, you know, blatantly, I mean, at least that early game today, I mean, Louisville had a winning record and, and, and did well the second half of the year. Cincinnati had another very good year. That makes a, little, a lot more sense. Uh, five and seven versus six and six is hard to, to deal with. Uh, but you know, before I just write these teams under the table, I will say that Rice uh, had a lot of close losses. Well, actually, not. <laughs> I just looked at their. I thought they had lost some. Well, they did lose some close games earlier in in the middle of the year. They got killed by USC, but that's understandable to be to start the year. But they were close with Houston, close close with For- Florida Atlantic, but got beat pretty good by Charlotte, got beat pretty good by Western Kentucky. This is when they were having quarterback injuries again. They seem to have that every year. A lot of they play a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of injuries. They got whooped by UTSA, but they were close to North Texas. Okay, I, I guess I, I I just blew my point. So no, I was going to say they had a lot of close losses. They had a couple. Um, then they had some that weren't so close. Um, at one point, what were they? Uh, Three and two, three and three, four and four, five and four, right? Yeah, yeah. At one point, they were five and four. They um, weren't slated for a bowl, but they've got in because there weren't enough bowl teams because there's too many damn bowl games, and that's that's that, right? So, anyways, um, and then Southern Miss, I really feel like they're up and coming. I really do. I I, I like what this guy's doing. They started off zero and two with two tough games, uh, Liberty and Miami. But then uh, went on a roll. Uh, ended up won five of the next six. Only lost to Troy, a very good Troy team. Their schedule wasn't too crazy bad, hard this year, which is helpful. They beat the teams they were supposed to beat. Oh, they're the ones who lost. They lost one pretty hard to Georgia State, but then they lost a real close one to Coastal Carolina and a close one to Southern Alabama. And then they beat UL, UL Monroe to finish. So they could have definitely had a winning record. But even still, I mean, it's it's one of those deals like I'm trying to get in the playoffs. I don't make it. You know, I'm six and six or I'm not even sure seven and five and eight and four should warrant it. You know, but that's me. And again, and, and I know a lot of people talk about too many bowl games. But today, the commentators, of course, were taking the positive side saying, there's a lot of good that comes out of these games, and that's true, too. You take it either way you want. For me, I'm just busting my rear just to get a handle on the college football landscape because I let it get away from me a bit, and it's just crazy. And I'm not talking about talent. I mean, the players are going to move around. They always did in college, and now like it's really crazy um, how they move around. I mean, they grad- you know, there was always the graduation effect, right? But now there's the portal effect, the transfer effect. 
then when you get to bowls, the opting out stuff, and then guys leaving early to go to the NFL too. So you have all this stuff going on, but that's not really it. I mean, more the coaches. It's just insane just trying to follow the coaching. And I love how they say we're building a culture, like Fickle built a culture. I'm out, <laughs> you know. Um, Satterfield, Louisville builds a culture. I'm out, you know. New culture, you know. Uh, it's it's just crazy. But anyway, so for these two teams, I just want to say, you know, something about the coaches, like I always like to do. Willie Hall is a, a a smaller school coach who's done really well with West Alabama, West Georgia. He actually came from Mark Hudspeth. He actually played for Mark Hudspeth, who is a sort of straight up spread option, a real spread option guy. He goes back to Red Parker. And I talked about some of that in my flex bone. Go back and see my Army Navy flex bone or listen to that podcast. I talk a lot about that, but Red Parker had a lot to do with the flex bone. But there was a he but that was a mix of a spread option. Hudspeth does not do really the flex bone per se. He's really more of a spread option guy. He more spreads it and then runs option out of it but with different running backs and with motions and with what looks like almost a broken bone, like a broken flex bone, like a a part flex bone. So uh, Willie Hall came from that. Then he had Mike Norvell, which was a power spread slash pro guy, PS pro. And, you know, so those are, that's Willie Hall, but he's a real spread option guy. He also was under uh, really Fritz at Tulane as his offensive coordinator. So spread option guy. And he has a he he brought with him coordinators uh, that he's worked with before, and the defense and the offensive coordinator right now is Sam Gregg, who recently was under Hugh Freeze at Liberty, which is all Gus Malzahn. So that's you know real good, real strong PS spread option stuff by Willie Hall, and on on defense he has a guy named uh, Austin Armstrong, who is a young kid, young kid. He looks younger than he's even. And he's Charlie Harbinson, which is Brent Venable's background. Ron Robert, the uh, all the, the sim pressures, and that's, that's Dave Aranda stuff. And then recently had a little stint with Kirby Smart. So this guy is going to really mix it up on D. So what I'm, I'm looking at with Southern Miss is I sort of like what's happening. They, they kind of fell apart. I don't know what happened in the um, Jay uh, Hobson time. Because they had a real good program for a while, and Todd Munkin had brought them back up too, and then the Jay Hobson just couldn't quite turn the corner. Then it fell apart, and he just quit. And he was like, "This is messed up here." So I don't know. So Willie Hall entered a pretty tough situation, but there was a lot of talent. I mean, for their school, there was a decent amount of talent to work with, but he had a lot of injuries and a lot of turnover and a lot of cultural change, and went three and nine last year, but also a lot of close losses. This year with a little more manageable schedule. Guy stayed a little more healthy. Frank Gore, the famous running back from Miami, his son plays here and had a really big year. He's a little guy. He's not like his dad. He's a little guy, but he's fast and he's great in his system, spread option. They have a, a multitude of quarterbacks, and they stayed relatively healthy this year. Um, their, their guy who's starting right now is uh, Trey Lowe, who uh, I think – he was a transfer guy, if I'm correct. Oh, maybe, yeah, WVU, West Virginia transfer, of course, West Virginia, spread option. There you go. So uh, power spread, you know. So anyway, so they, they, they have a pretty decent quarterback, good run game. is a good, you know, power game, spread option game. Uh, their offensive line uh, was healthier. I think they, they had more guys back. So overall, the offense was a lot better, a lot of guys back. The defense also had a lot of guys back. And like I said, I like Austin Armstrong, where he's taking this. But then they got hit by injuries again. 
And so they struggled a bit, but they were better. So this is a team that might even be a little bit better than their 6-6 six and six record, and they're coming up. Then you have Rice. And this is a guy, Mike Bloomgren, uh, if I'm saying that right. And he's from um, Florida State, Bama, old school guy, old school. Uh, ended up with the New York Jets and was a longtime assistant with Rex Ryan, an offensive guy. Uh, so, you know, he had Brian Stottem- Schottenheimer, who's a really smart offensive coordinator and bill callahan bill callahan's a pro west coast spread guy uh schottenheimer is more of a pro ps guy i mean he, he'll mix that in there the, the power spread stuff but it's a lot of pro and then he went to stanford for a long time so he's really a stanford guy at this point under david shaw which is a real pro ps so it's moved into ps pro but whatever but there's a lot of pro for college but his offensive coordinator is the famous mark marquis tuyasasupo supo uh, Tuyaso Sopo. I love that guy. When I watched him all the time when I was young in, at Washington, he ran around a lot uh, and, and, and scrambled and was a fun guy to watch. But anyway, but under the pro kind of systems for a long time. But recently, he had a, um, became like the right-hand guy of Steve Sarkeesian. And Sarkeesian moved from the BYU pro spread stuff into pro PS and then eventually just actually he went pretty quick right into ps pro really went power spread i think he actually turned lane kiffin around on that i really i I believe that i don't know if that's true but i have that feeling uh i I love sarkeesian he's a brilliant offensive coordinator so if tosios zopo uh learned from him i I trust it then he was under at cal under bo baldwin who does great ps pro stuff and, and ps just spread stuff and then uh so so that's kind of his background. So this is, you know, it's not a, a full out. I mean, it's an interesting system. I swear, they don't really run the quarterback much, but they do like a broken flex bone because uh, Rice used to have a lot of flex bone in it in their past. So they have like that. It's a lot of run heavy stuff, it's, but it's definitely power spreadish too. So it's like a, a PS pro, pro PS system. I'd have to watch it to learn more. I might really check this game out more on the highlights and check it out. And... Um, so, you know, there's been some improvements there. They, on, the, on the defensive side is Brian Smith, who was a Don Brown guy for a long time. He was actually at Michigan recently with Don Brown. And uh, also um, Rex Ryan. So, of course, that's where Bloomgren know, knew him. So those are two good guys to have in your background. So, you know, what I see is Rice is just trying to kind of recapture their program. You know, uh, it's, uh, you know t- it's fallen on some hard times of late. And uh, I'm trying to go back here with, uh, yeah, David, I mean, David Bailiff had some really good seasons, but then it came apart. And Bloomgren's been, you know, he had, he really had a turnover in personnel and the culture and all thing. And it's went two and 11, three and nine, two and three. And he was really starting to get a group together and his culture was implemented and what he likes to do. And he stays on the power side of everything, but that's how he does it. But he has to have a good aggressive defense. I can see they run a, a lot of hybrid, like a three-ish, four, three-four, three-three hybrid. I'm sure that's what it is with Ryan, Rex Ryan, uh, background. And um, but there are a lot of injuries. That's what I keep reading about. What I've learned about is just a lot of injuries of late. I haven't watched a lot of football from Rice of late, to be honest with you. So I'm kind of looking forward to checking out some of this game. Uh, but uh, and then this year again, a lot of injuries at quarterback, but a lot of injuries everywhere. But like I said, they. They actually started to get something together this year, and uh, you know we're a good 500, looking like a one game over 500, and they lost their last three games as the quarterback injuries just mounted again. 
So, right, they ended up playing a freshman, a true freshman at the end. Pretty good recruit for them, but A.J. Padgett, he's okay recruit. But um, T.J. McMahon was their main guy. And then they had Wiley Green from last year, but those guys were hurt. And so the story is, going into this game, that they are going to go with the freshman because I think McMahon's still hurt. That's the guess. They also got Luke McCaffrey, who was a great talent at Nebraska, but def- never worked it out. At quarterback, they moved him to receiver, and he uh, he was a guy, he's like a slot back. So he's that part of the broken flex bone thing where he'll do some option running and he'll run or receive the ball. He'll probably throw the ball still if you give it to him. I'm sure they make use of him like that, but he has an injury too. So besides the fact that Rice is probably just simply not the better team anyway, <laughs> and they're still working, they're, they're not as, I mean, I know it's been a while there, but they had a bigger mess than Southern Miss. And I also honestly think Willie Hall has a little bit better schemes, more towards power spread, and um, and then better talent overall. And he's making he's turning it around quicker there. I don't know how long Bloomgren's going to get at Rice, but um, but the injuries of you know he's got to do something about the injuries. I don't know what if it's you can't just build depth again. I, I think scheme wise, maybe I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough. But all I know is here's where we're at. We're at a beat-up kind of Rice team and a Southern Miss team that's pretty healthy for this time of year and not having any transfers or, or opt-outs or any of that stuff. So I, I, I don't, you got to go with Southern, Southern Miss in this. I, I don't know that it's even um, you know, that, that close. In fact, um, I would actually say, uh, I, I, w- I would think Trey Lohr, I mean, Trey Lau, and I mean Trey Lowe, sorry, Trey Lowe and Frank Gore are going to have some pretty big games, and and their defense is going to play well. And uh, yeah, I, I got to go Southern Miss.